It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's side country, Justin Moore. Tickets are free at 740. I wanted to read you this letter that a guy wrote to all the spiders that live on Turkey Mountain. It's an open letter, and I know that spiders can't read, but I know they listen to the bull, so I thought I'd read it so the spiders know what this guy's thinking as well. Would you like to hear the open letter a guy in Tulsa wrote to the spiders that live yes, please. on uh, Turkey Mountain? To the spiders, he says, yo, what are you doing? Are you even using your brain? You didn't get to me last year and this year uh, and the year before that using the same exact tactics because they trespass on the boundaries of the obvious and they're so easy to see coming. Look, I got a pretty good thing going on with me and my dog out there. She's a vanguard and she approaches fast, low and swift and she's taking out your webs so you're not getting a hold of me. Like, I, he's writing this letter to tell the spiders, like, you're wasting your time because I'm noticing your webs and you're not going to get me, basically kind of thing. Well, I hope smarter or spiders are smarter than me because I can't understand what he's saying so far. Essentially, he's saying, you keep putting up these webs trying to get me, bite me, but my dog knocks them down before I get there. And I also hike with poles, and if there was one at my face, I would knock it down anyway. So spiders, knock it off. You're not going to get to me this year. And um, so he writes this open letter to spiders on Turkey Mountain, and then the people start commenting. Uh, the next guy says, do you have any dispensary recommendations? Oh, I see. Guess he he's wants implying to. that he's on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, one guy says, this is why I make my wife walk down the trails first on Turkey Mountain. <laughs> That's messed up. He makes his wife go ahead. <laughs> so she hits the spider webs. Have you noticed that on the Turkey Mountain? I mean, you get out a lot. Is there a lot of spider problems out there? I haven't really walked the trails that much. So I couldn't tell you. Uh, but, they, yeah, it's the woods. There will be some degree of spiders, I'm sure. Well, my, my son went out there on a field trip, and he said that they saw a grizzly bear. Um, I don't believe that. <laughs> a little, a little How do you know? Tail. And you said spiders can't read. You don't know that. A spider got into my apartment this weekend and put a web up in the uh, the corner. And in the web, it, I guess they saw me showering. It said, some pig. <laughs> Like in Charlotte's Web. You've had a relationship with spiders Man, that are weird. Uh, that, you, you give me such a hard time about this, but I moved into an apartment back in Nashville, and uh, there was a spider that was kind of like next to my door. Mm-hmm. And it was during COVID, and I was stuck at home all the time, and the only thing I really got to see was that spider. Yeah. And I actually named the spider. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I had to do some pest control at my house, and I had this moral debate, like, is it going to kill my spider friend if I, if I do this? Like, your only friend in the whole world during the pandemic. Yeah. So what did you do? I don't want to talk about it. I had to make a tough choice, and I, I when I sprayed, I think I might have oh, got my spider. Your only friend? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Well... I guess uh, Turkey Mountain. Well, expect to go to Turkey Mountain now and not see any spiders. I need to meet this guy that makes his poor wife walk down the trails first. I wonder if she realizes what he's doing. <laughs> She's probably like, what a gentleman. Walking yeah. behind me in case I fall. He'll be there to help me. No, no. He's just, you're like his spider filter. That's mm-hmm. all he's doing. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. the bull, today's hot country. Daniel, we go out the other day, and he's just making fun of something I wore and then telling people to look at me, and they would be also like, ha, 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 ha. It's uh, 98.5 the bull. So Daniel uh, comes to my house. You spent some time with my son. You come drop off at the house, and you say, Ty, why don't we go out tonight? And I was like, I don't know, man. Saturday night. Sounds like a late night. and um, But uh, you convinced me to go out, and we went to Kane's Ballroom. 
yeah, for show a, there. A band there uh, called A Van Full of Nuns, and they play stuff. I'd say like, wait, what would you say? How would you describe it? It was like kind of like pop punk, like Fallout Boy, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it, when when Ty and I first got started in radio in the early two thousands, we played a lot of these songs on the radio. Yeah. And so I thought, man, that would be fun if we go do that. And so I meet Ty at Kane's Ballroom, and. Uh, you know, you get there, and your wingman is uh, shows up in his Morgan Stanley hat. <laughs> it's a kind of, no, not really. It wasn't a Morgan Stanley hat? It was like a PGA hat, and I guess the sponsor of that event was Morgan Stanley, so it did say Morgan Stanley on the hat. And it made it look like almost that your name was Morgan Stanley. Really? Underneath the, uh, the golf logo, and then it said Morgan Stanley, and so, you know, strike one already. You know, you show up looking like a dork. Well, and we, it was like, I did feel a little out of place because it was more alternative crowd, and then I show up with Morgan Yeah, there's Morgan like a guy Stanley. in there like in a latex suit, and then you show up with your Morgan Stanley hat. It could have been any more opposite. <laughs> and then when we get there, while we're waiting for the band to start, Tig's like, oh, I'm a little hungry. So then he goes and gets, uh... <laughs> what was that you got? Well, I like Frito pies, and I uh-huh. thought I'll get a Frito pie. And but the the ones at Kane's Ballroom, they you can get like everything on this thing other than just Fritos and chili. And so I said, "Yeah, load me up. I've never had one. Just load me up." The guys like, "You're gonna love it. It's delicious." And they put meat on this thing, and then they load it with cheese, and then they have a ton of onions on it as well. And I mean a heap, a generous portion of onions. I mean this thing was piled high. I called it an onion salad. So, of course, you know, before you go listen to a band where you're going to be jumping around and dancing on the uh, dance floor, the best thing to do is to eat a giant Frito pie, onion salad, whatever, on a 100-degree night. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. But then, so then we go out and we're like, the young people, they're all like dancing. They're like jumping up and down all yeah. the same time. And me and Dana, we're just kind of more quiet, just kind of watching it all happen. But Dana would eventually just start telling people, go, hey, is this guy's hat too controversial? <laughs> He'd just ask random strangers. They'd be like, what do you mean? He's like, see, Morgan Stanley, like, that's so controversial. Like, you were trying to make me feel uncomfortable. Just because you get a little older, why do you wear your Morgan Stanley hat to the club? It, what? It's a PGA. Like, you know how the tour was here and you could buy stuff? It's a hat like that. It's like a golf hat. So you're, you're telling me you thought, it's, hey, it's Saturday night. You know, it's time to go out. You know what I would look great in? My Morgan Stanley hat. I like that hat on me. And oh, it does say yeah, it Morgan Stanley somewhere on it, but mm-hmm. that's not the main thing. It's like a picture of a golfer, you know, like PGA. That's the hat you wear to, like, pull up weeds in your garden, buddy. <laughs> not out to the club? See, what happens? You just, you just give up? <laughs> no, I didn't give up. I actually put thought into it, and I said, I like this hat on me. And so I wore a hat. Why don't you start checking with your wife before you leave the house? She's, I did. I, I let her give me the up and down thing. And what'd she say? She's like, you look all right. She said the you shirt. You look all right. She goes, the shirt was wrinkled. That's all she yeah. said, but she didn't mention You don't Morgan know what it's Stanley. like when you go to the club and my wingman sits down in his Morgan Stanley hat to eat an onion salad <laughs> before the show even starts. <laughs> I'm not a good wingman. You've said it before. Back when we were single, I was your wingman, but you would have to introduce me. Yeah. I was supposed to be the one introducing you to people. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Remember, Justin Moore tickets at 740. Here with Ty and Daniel. So, Daniel, you're looking for some help this morning. Something's been driving you crazy all weekend. Welcome, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Hey, uh, yeah, I saw this, Tig, and I just for the life of me, I cannot figure out what it means. Uh, on Friday, I was in Bartlesville at Carmart for their Community Appreciation Day and had a great time. Met a lot of people from Bartlesville. They came out and talked to me for a while. Uh, Carmart was giving away a bunch of uh, cool stuff. And so it was an event, and uh, I was like, mm, where am I going to go eat after this? And I asked everybody where is a good place to go in town in Bartlesville. And uh, 
somebody suggested that I try the Tumbleweed Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And I went there, and I, I tried it. It was great. I sat at the bar, had a great meal, wonderful place. But then the servers, the back of the T-shirt, and I showed you a picture of this. I, I have no idea what the back of this T-shirt means. And they all had this on the back of their shirt. This is part of the uniform, this basically. I don't know if all of them had it, just that's the one I noticed. And mm-hmm. so I snapped a picture of it. I showed you. I showed your wife. And we couldn't figure out what it means. And I don't even want to read what the shirt means on the air without knowing the story behind it. Yeah, you don't want to say, like, we're, we're talking about, do we even mention what's on the shirt? What I'm, I don't, I think it would be okay to read on the air, but we're, we're not going to just to be safe until we figure out, like, somebody could help us figure out what it means. And if it means, if it's okay, then we'll tell you. But right now, it's just kind of like, we need your help. Maybe you know exactly what this means, but you put it up on our Facebook, this picture of the uniform. And uh, Instagram, so it's Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E-N Daniel on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so there will be the shirt with the words we won't read right now, unless we find out it's completely okay to say it on yeah, the radio. But there's got to be some story behind the shirt because I've never seen anything like it. Well, that's what we're asking people to do, Daniel, to come by our social media, and maybe they'll know the story, or maybe they can tell us what this means for sure, right? Yeah. That's the kind of help we need. And then if we find out it's okay, we'll read the shirt on the air. But we're just scared. <laughs> we don't want to say anything bad and get in trouble and not even know we were doing something wrong. I mean, I don't think it's bad to say. I just don't want to cause, like, questions and you know, right. your kids in the car. Like, well, what? So to help Daniel out, it's all about Daniel. He uses this uh, he uses this radio station just to enrich himself uh, Ty, and uh, answer happen? questions People like People are going to see this, and then they're also going to be confused all week long. That's all anybody's going to be thinking about. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on uh, Instagram and Facebook right now to help decipher what this actually means. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Justin Moore tickets are free this morning at 7.40, but uh, somebody who wins this week will get the Tig and Daniel Party Cove Pass, which means you're going to be eating at the Fireside Grill, and then you're going to be staying at the resort as well. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, uh, I think we got us a high roller here in Tulsa. Do we really? We do. You know, a page that I recommend everybody to to go become a member of. And then all my friends now are on this page. It's Tulsa Restaurant Reviews. I noticed our, our on boss, Facebook. Steve Hunter, just did a restaurant review on the uh, Facebook page, uh, Tulsa Restaurant Reviews. I know your wife goes to it. I go to it. Everybody I know goes to it. Mm-hmm. All thanks to me. Right. Uh, but it looks like we've got ourselves a high roller here in Tulsa. I just read about this on the Tulsa Restaurant Reviews page. A lady named Tiffany White writes on there, White River has been out of halibut for a while. Do you have any suggestions where I can get a good grilled halibut for dinner? Price is not an issue. I got a fancy lady, huh? I don't know. I mean, I've never been able to tell anybody uh, price is not an issue. Price is always an issue for me, but not for her. <laughs> so she asked for uh, halibut suggestions. Again, price, not an issue. And she got about 25 comments. Guess where she decided to go for her halibut dinner? Where? She writes uh, soon after that, thank you for all the halibut suggestions. I decided to go to Bluestone Steakhouse and seafood to try it. This place is a hidden gem. Be sure to make reservations. The food and service there was amazing. If you ever go there, ask for Austin. The halibut came with crab meat and jumbo shrimp on top, and it was cooked in lemon, butter, garlic with capers, tomatoes, mushrooms, and onion. I forgot to take a picture, but the steak soup and the French soup was also amazing. A sim- so she had halibut dinner and the steak soup, whatever that is. She went into quite an explanation. A, a simple, it was great, would have been fine. 
But she told you she had capers on it and everything. Have you ever in your life uttered the word price is not an option? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely price not. Price is not an issue. Yeah, it is an issue in the sense that I want it to be as cheap as possible. Nah. I do think about that. But this, can you tell me this? Because um, when we started talking about the Tulsa Restaurant Reviews page, which is a great page, I like it for the entertainment value because every now and then people start squabbling with each other. And there was an issue where some people didn't think that um, chain restaurants should get reviewed. Like you can't go to Chick-fil-A and talk about their mac and cheese on the – some people thought they're more purists. They wanted to be local, right? Yeah. What was that restaurant that somebody had an issue with? Like somebody then was mean to somebody – Bernito or something like that. Got onto somebody for writing like a review about Wendy's or Sonic or something. Yeah. And, and boy, did they get into a tremendous argument. <laughs> I mean – uh, Was his name Bernito? Whatever his name was, like he was Benito. Yeah, whatever that guy's was so mean and nasty. That uh, almost was like he's like a, I, he was infamous. You know what I mean? Not famous, but infamous. Right, famous for a bad reason. Right, kind of like you know, like an anti-hero. And I started following this guy. I don't see much from him anymore. But they probably gave him a hard time because he was not thrilled that somebody like reviewed Burger King or something. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of uh, kind of it. funny that yeah, yeah somebody would review Burger King. That's fine with me. Uh, Tulsa restaurant reviews. Um, I warn you though, this is the problem with this page, and I'm just going to warn you. You know how when you're, like, kind of getting sleepy, but you might, like, pick up your phone for a second and just, like, do one last check of an email or one last see what's going on on Facebook? You'll get on this thing, and if you mean to go to bed in 15 minutes, you'll look at your watch, and it'll be, like, an hour and 15 minutes later because you can't stop looking at this stuff. Ty, I know people that don't even live in Tulsa. They go check out Tulsa Restaurant Review page all the time. It is... uh it's great entertainment at the very least. I'm not even a foodie, and I'll get on there and read all the reviews because I want to see how mad people are at each other. You know what we need to do next time our boss, Steve Hunter, uh, writes a review on there? We ought to get everybody to go, like, troll him, <laughs> write mean things like, to him. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Free tickets right now. Justin Moore, you get qualified for that Tiger Daniel Party Code Pass. You'll be staying in. The resort and uh, dinner at Five Star Grill, River Spirit. About that. Tickets to the show. And on the phone today, Kelly from Okima. Kelly, how are you? What are you up to this morning? I am really good, and I'm going to school. I'm in nursing program. Oh, good for you. Well, you could uh, use a night out then, couldn't you? Yes, I could. All right. Well, again, this is uh, Justin Moore, H Vocabulary Words. I'm going to give you a definition of a word. You identify the word, and the little hint is they all begin with the letter H. You ready to go here? Yes. Kelly, up first, this animal only eats plants. Or an animal that only eats plants is known as a? An animal. It's a hard uh, one because the H is silent, right? <laughs> I don't think that. I was thinking you it think, wouldn't be a hog because no, it's, they you, don't eat this plant. This is more like of a class of animals, not just one animal. Herbivore? Herbivore, yeah. Or is it herbivore? Like when you say the word herb that you put on like food, you don't say herb, you say herbivore. herb, right? I always say herbivore. <laughs> but you say herb? I do, yeah. So you go to Reese's and you go, you go do you guys sell herbs? I don't go to Reese's for my herbs. <laughs> herbs? Uh, up next, this, uh, Kelly, is a garage for airplanes. Um... A garage for airplanes. I think they're spelled differently, but you also hang clothes on these. 
Um, Better help her out, Tug. Yeah. Well, when you put a shirt on something and you put it in your closet, what do you put in the shirt on? A hanger. Hanger, yes. Woo! This is a spear-like weapon used to hunt whales. I'm not sure. Help her out with that one, uh, Tug. That's a good one. I don't know. Hmm, drawing a total blank on that. Y'all don't know this one? Like in Moby Dick, they tried to shoot the whale with this? Uh, a hook? Harpoon, guys. Harpoon, yeah. We should have gotten that one. A harpoon, a harpoon. We should have gotten that one. Up next, a vagabond yeah. who is willing to work unlike a tramp or a bum. Hobo? Hobo is correct. Oh, if you're in nursing school, this one should be easy for you. To bleed heavily. <laughs> Hematoma? <laughs> oh, hemorrhage. Um, hemorrhage. Yes. <laughs> and finally, a fancy way of saying bad breath. Uh, Help her out, Ty. Uh, I always have to use this word around you. It's halitosis. 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 All right, Kelly. Well, uh, you know, you got enough right to go see Justin Moore. You've got enough right to qualify for the Tiger Daniels Party Cove Pass, which is dinner at Fireside Grill. You'll get to stay at River Spirit Casino and Resort. And you got those tickets. Yeah, y'all are awesome. Who are you going to take with you? My husband, Paul. Oh, Paul. Oh. All right, y'all have fun. We're back in the morning. Thank you. We're doing this all week. Um, okay. We're not going to get lazy and just quit after today. No, we got it 7.40 tomorrow and throughout the week through Friday. And here's Justin Moore on 98.5 The Bull. EMSA says that they've gotten uh, about 80 heat-related calls. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. And Daniel hates it when I do uh, beat the heat tips because he says, we already know how to beat the heat, you know, to drink water and all that stuff. But there was one, remember when we had the bad snowstorms, and they say, don't even go outside and check your mail unless you have what with you? Your phone? Your cell phone. Don't go anywhere without your cell phone because if you think you're making a 20-foot trip to your mailbox and you slip and fall and you're stuck... You need that cell phone, right? Yeah. They're kind of saying the same thing with this heat. That if you just even go out to walk your dog around the block, you better bring your cell phone with you. Because you could get into a, a situation. And the weird thing about heat stroke is, and I, I thought heat stroke, you'd be like really, really sweaty. They say a heat stroke, one of the signs is you stop sweating. Like your body's just freaking out. And of course, that can lead to all sorts of problems. A lot of these people have been hospitalized over this heat. It must have been something that happened over the, the weekend because we kind of reported on it last week that only about seven or eight people had to have uh, emergency services called out and then now it's like up to 80 all of a sudden well i think that maybe we misunderstood that because you know how they issue heat advisories they do that when they get five heat related calls in 24 hours but there's been day after day after day today you know it's going to be an easier day but we kind of get back to the same business by the time the, the weekend comes so enjoy this it kind of just gets warmer every day as the week goes on so monday is kind of our best day weather-wise as far as how hot it's going to be Zach Brown Band with Ty Gandino on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 
So if you are heading out on a trip, when is the best time to leave? And this is uh, to the, the geniuses at Google that figured this out because, you know, they got that map on your phone mm-hmm. and it's connected to the Internet and they can kind of track traffic and all that. And this, according to Google, is the best time to leave. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Now, Daniel hates it when I do these stories because you say I'm stating the obvious. And so, uh, you know, I don't think, I guess you think you're Magellan or something or Atlas. Uh, tell me what time we should leave then if you know the, all the answers. I don't know. The, is the morning? What time in the morning? Uh, Six o'clock in the morning. Dang it, you got it right on. Daggummit. And why do they say that's the best time? Okay, so the idea is like, let's say you live in Tulsa. You got to get out of here at six. You know, I I suspect a lot of people will be leaving on Friday, even though that's a work day for a lot of us. You might have taken that day off to get out of here. And uh, six o'clock, you want to be out of the city before the traffic starts in the city, right? Mm -hmm. So then you're out on the highway while all hell's breaking loose in Tulsa. You've already gotten past that, right? So then, then you can continue your commute after that. Well, the reason that this is nonsense is because if you leave here at 6, who's to say you're not going through a city right in the middle of rush hour? So wouldn't it, wouldn't it depend on where you were, where you were live, where you're leaving from, and where you're going to? Google just can't say blanket statement, yeah, leave at 6 in the morning. Well, I think they're like, helping. What if you got to go through Dallas? Well, okay, in this sense, if you left here at 7 in the morning, you would get, you would get stuck in traffic once and then twice in Dallas, why not reduce the number of times you get stuck in traffic? And, uh, you know, I don't know why you're fighting with Google, Daniel. I mean, this is a Google. Google, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll trust Daniel. Whatever Daniel well, says. Well, listen, yeah. you, you can't just do a blanket without some of the details. But anyway, I'm just telling you that's the case. But I think, I actually think they're wrong. What do you think is the best time to leave? Well, like for the 4th of July weekend, right? Like a lot of us might take off and go to, you know, the lake or something. <laughs> I did this thing once, and I thought I was crazy, and it turned out to be the smartest thing I did. One night, about 7 p.m., we got into the car, and this is when we had a baby. And you know how terrible it is with a baby on a road trip. I mean, like every four seconds you're pulling over. I did this thing where we we got in the car about my son's bedtime, and I drove like eight or nine hours straight. Normally, that trip would take like 12 with a kid. It was great. There was no traffic. My wife is asleep. We weren't having to pull over every four exits for somebody to pee. I, I listened to podcasts. It was the best. And so if you don't think you're going to fall asleep, traveling overnight is the way to go for Will. Yeah, I feel like you can, you know, see cars coming better. And yeah, I kind of like you. I think driving through the middle of the night is also it's so it's almost a good idea. I got to tell you, it's almost like zen-ish. It's just calmer and... You're kind of lost in your podcast, and you're just driving. The family's not bugging you, and you know, <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Maybe uh, overnight, through the night. You got about a 10-hour drive. You can do through the night. I, I doubt I'll do through the night, but if I get sleepy, I just pull over and sleep in the car. I don't know if that's allowed or not. Am I allowed to do that at a rest area? I think you can. Here, here's my mom used to drive, and she said on road trips, you know what she did to wake up? I, I swear she said she did this. My mom. What's that? She would go to truck stops and take a shower. Oh, Lord. <laughs> truckers enjoyed that. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. They say it's better to have a friend with a boat than to actually have a boat, right? It's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Welcome into Did You See? And uh, what I'm talking about, did you see the, the gas prices, of course, you go to the pump. I When I go pump up, I used to just fill up, you know. Now I can't bear the pain of it. 
So, so I'll just, I'll just, I don't even have a number in mind. I'm just like, that's good. Uh, did you just say that you uh, refer to when you get gas, you call that pumping up? Like I would pump all like at full, right? Uh -huh. Usually, so you fill could, up the car. I would fill up the car, right? Okay. I pump up the car. All right. And uh, now I just can't take the pain of it, so I just go, okay, fifteen dollars, which is like a half a gallon, and then, um, then I go on my life. But you know, this weekend with the boating situation, I just called a marina here, uh, close by, and gas prices at the marina, five dollars and sixty cents a gallon. So um, I saw this old boy. He was being interviewed about he's going out for the fourth on the lake, and his plan is to go out, drop the anchor, and sit there all day. And then pull it back up and go back in. Well, if you ain't going to move, why not just sit it, leave it in your yard and sit in it? I don't know. It's more fun to be out in the middle of all the action, isn't it? I guess. You know you know how some lakes have those things where people jump off of them and, mm. you know, like 50 boats will be parked there and there's like a little party. So, um, and I always like to, if I get on a boat, like your dad has a boat, and I always offer when I get on his boat with him and we spent the day on the lake, I said, I'll say to your dad, let me put the gas in it for you. And he always takes me up on that. It seems like a fair trade. We use your boat all day. I'm going to give you a full tank of gas. Um, this year, when we go to the marina, I might just be like, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> just forget your wallet. Yeah, God, I left my card, man. So that's another little complication heading into the fourth. Uh, did you see, Tig, that there is this, uh, about a month ago, a family in Idaho came home, found their a contractor, had accidentally removed their entire roof. The homeowner's name is Jessica. She was talking about what a nightmare it's been and how the problem still hasn't been remedied. They've been going without a roof for a month now. Listen to this. My daughter came home from school to find that people were removing the roof of our house. It was a mistake. It should have been fixed, but no one will do it. So you know, what happened was somebody needed the roof replaced. They went to the wrong house, mm -hmm. right? And this happens, I think, more than we probably realize because I had a uh, Uncle Calvin down in Alabama, and he, got, he went to a house and replaced the stove hood. Turns out he'd gone to the completely wrong house, and it just happened to be unlocked, and he went on in, did the work, and then he had to unreplace the stove hood. Oh, no. Which probably, you know, takes a long time, too, to you put something up, and then you realize, oh, crap, I got to get rid of this. What happened? That's a good way to get shot, too, right? Yeah, I mean, an honest mistake, but sure, some guy walks in your house. And there's I mean, a guy, like, ripping your stove out. Protect that castle. Um, but I got to ask, why doesn't this company do the right thing? I mean, if they know they went to the wrong house, why don't they just go back out there and fix the roof? You know, for some reason, the last few years, it's, you've had this same trouble. It's hard to get contractors out to your house sometimes. I call, I had, a, I'll, I'll tell the story a little bit later, but basically I had a huge tree limb fall. I mean, a, a big boy tree limb fall. And I called people and, you know, they said, we're going to come give you an estimate. I even sent a picture to one company and... They just never came. I'm like, no, I will pay you money to come here. But I guess they're busy. You, you know? said even they would make an appointment and then just ghost you. Of course. All the time. <laughs> you know, that's really frustrating because sometimes you, like, have to cut out of work early or make plans and get my wife to pick up the kid instead of me so I could be at home, and then they just don't show up. Really inconvenient. So maybe that's the situation that, uh, that she's running out, you know, running into out there. Mm-hmm. Also, Ty, did you see this, that there's a new world's ugliest dog, which this seems like such a mean contest to me. These people get together in California, and uh, they crown the world's ugliest dog. This year's winner is a dog named Mr. Happy Face, and here's the owner talking about her pup in the moment that he won the big prize. This is his first competition. I think he's a little overwhelmed. The ugliest dog in the world, Mr. Happy Face. Yeah. And they a say, big crowd, too. Yeah, they say his, uh, he's small, his tongue is constantly sticking out, he has pointed ears, looks like the evil one in the movie The Gremlins, they say. But, uh, you know, my concern is, 
like these people that their ambition is to have an ugly dog are they like monkeying with the dog are they shaving off his left eyebrow and not the right uh, i mean are surely they to- there's like, rules like, where they don't allow that type of thing gotta you be know, naturally like, ugly yeah can't do it up like rig it to where you win and stuff and this dog Good thing the dog probably doesn't understand mirrors because it is not an attractive dog. Well, it just doesn't seem like a mean thing to do. It really kind of does. And I, don't, I know the dogs don't understand it, but, you know, I don't know. And I might have an ugly dog. No one will tell me that, though. You ever you ever been concerned that somebody's like, oh, what a cute little baby, and then you're like, you don't know, actually know if they're telling you the truth about your dog? Because obviously I- you fall in love with your dog and you don't have... I don't think I've ever seen like what I consider to be an ugly dog. I, I guess I'm big, just a big dog guy. You know, my uh, my dog gets a lot of compliments. I went, remember I told you last week I went through KFC and uh, the guy working at the drive-through goes, "Hey, do you mind if I give the big guy a chicken tender?" Talking about my dog next to me, and then when I left, I immediately ate that chicken tender. <laughs> you ate your dog's chicken tender. I know. I'm wrong for that, right? Yes, that is totally. I didn't even up. give it to the big guy. <laughs> I ate it. And you also say you walk your dog <laughs> on the uh, over there on the path on Riverside, right? And people are always coming up and complimenting the dog. Beautiful dog, beautiful dog, friendly dog. I'm like, okay. How about some compliments for me? He doesn't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Right. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. I feel like I uh, cheated death a little bit this uh, weekend, Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, Good morning. This is a crazy story of what happened over the weekend. Um... To give you a little backstory, one of our neighbors, because the kids end up playing in my yard because we're on the corner. So the neighborhood kids are always in our yard, and I got a little boy, and da 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 da. And one of the moms said, You know what we should do? We should put a swing on that tree right there. And it's a big, beautiful tree. It's got to be 100 years old. It's one of those ones that, you know, they just don't cut down to build a subdivision. Uh, it was, you know, a nice tree. And it had this branch that was straight out, like 90 degrees. And it would have been perfect for a swing. And for some reason, I just never did the swing. And I just never got around to it. But I said, that would be an excellent place for a swing. And um, over the weekend, I'm out in the yard because a neighbor came over to talk to me about some stuff. And we're out there. And I hear fireworks. And I go, oh, man, yeah, 4th of July is coming up. There's some teens trying out their fireworks and stuff. It's like pop, 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 pop. Just like it. And I'm looking up the road, but I don't see any... uh, any smoke or any flashes going off. I'm like, what in the world? And about that time, probably, I guess, 20 feet away from me, this huge limb off of one of these 100-year-old trees just comes crashing down. And it's kind of a weird thing because it wasn't windy that day. I mean, I don't know if it was like a bird landed on it and that was just what broke the camel's back with this limb. I mean, it just fell, fell straight down out of nowhere. And you would think with all the wind we've had here over the past few months that that would have been the thing. No, this was a calm day, and then, boom, it just fell. And I guess the wood breaking makes the loudest. It's like firecrackers. It makes a loud noise, and I've I've smelt it. It smells like almost wood burning or something after it falls. Friction or something. I don't know what it was, man. But this thing falls, and then it falls. uh, Thank God, not towards my house, but what it does fall is across the street. So now I'm like, oh no. now we have a, a tree across the the, uh, the road. So I called some people. Nobody's really open. Nobody can come take care of it. So me and the neighbors get out there and basically made it a one-lane road. But I was thinking, why didn't I put that swing up? You know, what, what was it? Why did I get lazy on that? Maybe there was just something like somebody watching out for me or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I could have easily gone out there and put that swing up in like 10 minutes. I'd already looked online for what I was going to order and figured out the rope situation and how I was going to get it over it. And uh, had a kid gotten on that, if it was so teetering that 
nothing brought it down. Imagine if some kids had been jumping on a swing down there. And that thing is pretty huge limb. You saw it. Yeah, I, it looks like maybe the, it had a disease or something. Yeah, when it broke off, it was like all hollow inside. It was weird. So I don't. I hope we don't have to cut down that tree because I love these old trees we have in that neighborhood. But, um, Daniel, I survived another day, and here I am on Monday. Well, you're you. acting like it was a close call. Well, I, I've never been around a tree when it fell. I've been around a tree after it fell. And the fact that you were out there to see it is pretty amazing, it too. Was, I, I never in my life have I seen something like that. But so now I've, you were here. I called the city, and they're going to go look at it and see if they can get that thing out of the road. He's yeah, such uh, a cheapskate. He's like trying to pass it off now into the city. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get the city to take care. I'm like, it is across y'all's road. So if y'all want traffic to go smoothly, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel.